Hi there, Celeste here, and this is I Support That, a podcast for anyone who needs a time out from running the race that is their everyday life to regroup, rethink, and figure out what the heck to do next. All right, let's go ahead and get into what we support this week. It's going to be kind of simple, guys, but it is something that I find just profound in its simplicity. I am supporting making time for people. So we all know we all have a lot going on. I have a lot going on. Life stops for no man, woman, or child. (laughs) But I have found recently with the cluster that is life, when you are able to pause to, you know, go to dinner with friends or catch up with, you know, old co-workers or just make time to talk to people that you haven't spoken to in a a while, it makes all the difference. So I have a few people in my life that I speak to very regularly. And uh, this all came about when I really stopped and, and, and tried to think of the origin of this. My grandma is Uh, my favorite person in the universe. And she has since gone to, you know, gone to, to be with the Lord. And um, I would speak to her every day, several times a day. And no one person could fill up that time. No one person could fill that gap. And so throughout the course of, you know, losing her and, you know, years going by and healing and it is still a a very real process but throughout that course of learning to to kind of go on what I found was I've found myself leaning on other people and becoming you know just more present in my friends lives especially you know people that have been there for me and you know people that just bring me life like like I spoke about my chicken soup friends people that have have just are such a light to me so i speak to a few of my friends very regularly and um every once in a while like um this past weekend i went out with my old boss and um one of my coworkers and he brought one of his friends and that was really refreshing to just get up with people and get to see people. Uh, one of my friends, I, I do like a video chat and we were able to, you know, kind of tour my new place. The weather was so bad. It was like really grainy and, and it didn't work out, but we tried. And so that was really fun. And, and it was a memory of like giggling and laughing and like frozen, frozen screen moments. So looking back, I realized like, hey, I, I, I need these little moments, you know, or just uh, life advice from my other friend and our, our silly moments of, you know, uh, just talking about the good old days and talking about the good days to come and bouncing ideas off of her and her just continued support. You know, she is nowhere near old enough to be my mom. But when I tell you, I feel like I have like, the coolest big sister ever, <laughs> you know, like I, I, me and another uh, girl I used to work with affectionately call her mom, but in all actuality, she's not old enough to be my mother. So it's, it's like, I have the coolest like aunt or the coolest big sister ever. Um, 
but just having those people in your life and making sure no matter how busy we get, and it's so easy to get wrapped up and tangled up with what we have going on, just to take a time out and just to be conscious about taking a time out to reach out to others, to see what they have going on, to, to be of service to them. And I have found that just go, like I said, going to lunch, grabbing coffee, you know, whatever that looks like in your world has has lifted my spirits. And, you know, when I'm going out with my friends, they, they seem a lot lighter and happier and, you know, just shooting the breeze. And it's just such a, a good way to, you know, get that dopamine fix <laughs> in, in a healthy way. So, and it strengthens the, those bonds. And, and like I said, we, we get so wrapped up in what we have, especially for the people that have families and uh, or, or trying to build careers, we can get very focused and very driven and we get to the top of our mountain and we look around and there's no one there because we forgot to reach out to people along the way. And that is that sounds very lonely. I don't want to be one of those people. I don't want anybody to be in that category unless that's the category you'd like to be in. So that's what we support. We support making sure that we make time for the people in our lives that are that mean something to us or to foster different relationships in our lives. So let's go ahead and um, I'll go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Again, the echo, if you guys hear it, you know the dealio. I'm moving. We're, we're in the closet with the sheet. Thank God you can't see it, but that's what's happening. Super excited. It's it is so bittersweet. It's so surreal. I feel like um, being in the unique place to kind of document it is also very interesting, but interesting in a good way as well. So um, we'll see. We'll see how it all how it all goes down. <clears throat> we'll see. Um, I am just kind of in between everything right now. So. That's all. That's all I got for for this. So if, if it's bothering you, I definitely understand. You know, catch me on the next one. You might want to wait a couple weeks, though, because I, I can't guarantee that I'll have things unpacked enough in the new place to uh, not have an echo. But if you're able to tough it out, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, again, can't cannot tell you how much I appreciate your support. All right. So <clears throat> excuse me. We are one taking it. Let's go ahead and get into what we're talking about today. We are talking about ways to stay focused, things that make you feel like you are on top of the world and motivated. So what I've noticed, and this is just me, I've noticed that when I have a task to complete or when I am doing something and not work related necessarily, but like music very heavily can influence my mood. So when I am listening to music, sometimes it'll help like pump me up, it'll help boost me up or it'll help kind of calm me down. So that is one thing that I am, you know, that is able to to help me when I am in need is, I'm sorry guys, my dog has decided to bust his way into the closet. Tokyo, out. Let me see if I can close this door a little bit. 
that is the first time this has happened. So let's see if we can get him out of here. Okay, so he's he's gone. All right, so yeah, music is a good motivator for me. I'm able to listen to a song and whether it be classical music or whether it be like rock music, it can kind of pump me up or, you know, bring me back down, that kind of thing. So I find if I have a task to complete, I think putting on like a soundtrack to, to kind of match the mood of that task in the background is very helpful to me. Like if I'm working, I listen to like a lot of like lo-fi, like hip hop or like steady beats and stuff like that. Just something in the background that's not going to be too distracting. When I am trying to accomplish, you know, something in life or something as far as like a, like a, a goal as to where I want to be, I find something that motivates me. Or, or keeps me on task is writing it down and having measurable goals. You know, not something that, hey, I wanna be a millionaire. Yeah, okay, well, how, how are we gonna get to millionaire status then, you know? So I find putting those goals into smaller chunks, like I, I would like to have this certification and, you know, okay, well, let's let's break it down. What is it gonna take to get the certification? I have to attend the school, I have to attend these classes. Let's go ahead and schedule these classes. Let's see where I where I can make them fit in my calendar. Okay, well, these classes are going to cost. I don't have the money for these classes. Do I make the money? Can I save the money? No? Okay, I'm going to have to get an, a second job. Let's see where I can get a second job. Let's set a goal. I'm going to have to work the second job for X amount of months, that sort of thing. So... I have a goal in mind and my goal currently is to get out of debt. If I can get out of debt, I will be able to have a great savings. And I feel like that is a lot of us in the world, especially those in my kind of age bracket. That's just our reality. If we can get just out of debt, um, we'd be able to start saving something. So I have a plan that, okay, once I move, sit down and look at what my new finances are going to be, you know, my my bills that are going to be fixed, like my rent's not changing, um, you know, my dog food, his, you know, Tokyo, his food's not going to change, you know, his, uh, his expenses aren't going to change unless something happens, God forbid, his expenses are not going to change. So, the th and then put down my variable expenses. My, you know, gas will fluctuate. It will go down. Thank the Lord. Um, so, you know, you put down your things that will change and then you kind of break it out as to this is what you're bringing in. This is what you have going out. And then you can put your, your, your finances into different buckets if you have to do it. So the way I'm going to break it down is this is the goal that I want to obtain. And this is how much money I need to have extra coming in to pay down this debt as quickly as possible. So I plan to set a very rigorous schedule because I want to have this over and done with fairly quickly. So if I have to work a second job through the end of the year or work a second job for the next eight months, if that's what it takes to get completely debt free, Minus my student loans, guys, like those are a whole different animal. And 
I like, no, minus my student loans. If it takes like five months to get me completely debt free, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do to fix it. And then I can start, you know, building or, you know, saying, hey, well, let's reevaluate. So before I put in my notice at the second job, is there anything else I'd like to get done? So before you kind of throw in the towel, I think it's always a good rule of thumb to check in because once you quit a job, it's, you know, it's harder to get another job. So while you still have, you know, two birds in hand, evaluate your situation and say, hey, is there anything else I'd like to to save for? I'd like to pay off. I'd like to get while I have these two income streams. So that is the way that I'm looking at it specifically for my situation. Now, my situation may not be your situation, and I completely understand that. However, you can apply the same principles. If you have a goal, whatever that is, whether it is, like I said, paying down a debt, going back to school for a certification, like you you have to have another income source to pay for that, to pay to go to school for that certification, or if it's obtaining a new position. Okay, you know, I would like to be at this position at work. Let's say this position needs two years of experience in another, you know, let's say you want to be a clerk at work. Well, you know, you need two positions as an assistant clerk and you're not that. Well, what does it take to be an assistant clerk? Okay, well, it's a lateral move from where you are now. I would go ahead and, and you know, get your ducks in a row. What, let's put in for a lateral move so you can be an assistant clerk, putting your two years there, get your experience, so that way you can move up to being a clerk and have that position that you want. So you put in your five-year plan, your three-year plan, you know, wh- whatever kind of increments you need to, you know, uh, to put it in to make sure that you're able to reach and obtain your goal. But it's not going to happen overnight. It's not checkers, it's chess. Life is a long game, always. Life is always a long game with short check-ins. You just got to remember that. And I think you'll be fine. So you can apply this to anything. And you can always even apply it to relationships and what you're doing with people. If you find yourself just not able for whatever reason to get along with someone, like you feel like every interaction you have with someone, this person is being stone cold. Well, you could just start with, okay, evaluating the situation. Okay, I always over talk when I speak to this person, maybe because I'm overcompensating for the fact that I feel like they don't like me, or I'm trying to fill in this awkward silence or the silence that I'm perceiving as awkward. Okay, I need to change this interaction. So what do I do? Maybe just say good morning and keep it moving. Don't wait for them to say good morning back. I'm always waiting for them to reciprocate what I'm giving them. They don't owe me a good morning because I said it. So just say good morning and go about my day. And maybe after saying good morning for, you know, two weeks straight, you might get a good morning back on, you know, that third week. Oh my gosh, that's progress. Or maybe you never, ever get a good morning back and you find out that that person hates good mornings. And if you want to talk to that person, it needs to be after they've had their second cup of coffee at 1030, not at seven o'clock when they first get in or not at eight o'clock when they first get in. And you found that out because somebody took pity on you because they saw you saying good morning to this person for two weeks in a row and you got nothing in return. You never know. 
So just don't think that it's a reflection on you or this person doesn't like you or don't take it personally. Just think of it in, in terms of strategy. Maybe I need to adjust what I'm doing. Take yourself out of the interaction and change change the interaction. Maybe pull yourself back, take your feelings out of it and look at it more objectively rather than what, why, how I felt in that moment or why doesn't this person like me? Because it, it's probably nine times out of 10, it's not about you at all. Um, so there are many things that we can apply motivation and goals and breaking them down into and, and seeing what we can come up with and building ourselves up and making ourselves a just stronger people in whatever areas we'd like to see some growth in and whatever areas we'd like to see some change in. Just make sure that you're always finding what motivates you, always tweaking your goals. And that's important because our aspirations are going to change throughout the course of life. If we're growing, you know, I don't know anyone who started out wanting to be, you know, something and still 30 years later, 40 years later, wants to be the same thing exactly. Now, they might have obtained that goal or they might have tweaked that goal. Like when you were four, you wanted to be a doctor. And then now when you're 35, you became a pediatrician. Well, it's still a doctor, but you fine tuned that goal. You know, you, you specialized in something. Um, you know, I wanted to be so many things. I, I wanted to be a linguist when I was like four. I wanted to be a, um, what else did I want to be? Lord, uh, I wanted to be a linguist. I wanted to have an all girl drift team because I thought uh, car racing, mo more specifically drifting, was the coolest thing ever, especially with uh, like souped up cool like paint that you had to insure. Like I wanted a custom like version of myself as like a Japanese, well, not a Japanese anime girl, but like a black anime girl, like just anime st style drawing on the side of like a cool custom car. It was insane what I wanted. Like, let me just go ahead and throw this out here. It was insane. Um, but that's what I wanted. I wanted an all girl drift team. Um, can't drive a stick, mind you, but that wasn't going to stop me. I could just throw up the e-brake <laughs> again, insane, but this is what, this is what you want. Like as a child, this is what I wanted. Um, and then I wanted to be, uh, a judge, never wanted to, to actually practice law, just wanted to be a judge. Then I decided, Hey, you know, maybe I could just teach law and then become a judge and then you know, those aspirations after doing some research were pretty squashed because you don't, you can't, you know, you have to be an attorney. And then, you know, Amy Coney Barrett became a Supreme Court judge and she, you know, didn't, I don't believe she practiced law. And I was like, hey, look, I, I could have made this happen. So there are so many things that I've gone through and wanted to be and, and really thought, hey, this would probably be a, a good idea. Then I wanted to be a voiceover actress when to make video games, so many things. And they've all evolved and all of those goals shifted and changed and there's nothing wrong with that. As I got to know myself, as I took different classes, like I went to school for game design. After taking like my first programming class, I knew, mm -mm, honey, twas not for me. No, I was not like, 
my my professor was like, look, you do not need all these if else statements. Okay, Celeste, that's not the way. And I was like, but does it work? He's like, yes, it does, but it's not clean. But does it work? And he's like, this is impossible. And he was right. It did like it worked, but at what cost? I didn't need 10 lines of code to do what somebody else could do in three. Okay, it's, it was not efficient. That career field was not for me. Now, voiceovers, I absolutely loved. So find what you like to do. Try it out. Try before you buy. And if you bought it and you don't like it, freaking return it, okay? Time is not lost if you've gained experience or if you've learned a lesson. You can't, you can't waste time. You're, the only time you can waste is if you're doing nothing but twiddling your thumbs. Make a decision, get the experience, reach a goal, you've gotten something out of it. If you don't like it, that's okay. And especially for the younger people listening that are you know, in college, maybe not picking a major, or maybe parents who have kids in college who just won't pick a major, or who picked a major but they don't wanna do it and they're just putting their head down and suffering through it and you have no idea where the heck they're gonna land, they will land on their feet. And I'm gonna tell you why they're gonna land on their feet because they're trying things as young adults. Just keep encouraging them to try other things. Fine, you've made a decision to see this through in college, but with your work, at least be experimental with the type of jobs you take. Don't just take a job in a field that you're working in or that you're going to school in and you know that you don't wanna do this. Be experimental somewhere. You can't go to school for something you dislike and then get a job in something that you dislike and think you're gonna have a life that you like. That's really not how that works. None of those things add up. You got to have fun somewhere. You got to find joy somewhere. So find the joy, find what motivates you. If what used to motivate you, motivated you, stops motivating you, find something else. That's And you're never too old to, to have new things inspire you and find joy in new things and to have new goals in life and to reach those goals. And I think the older that I get, the more that I realize that every day is a new day to conquer something, to find out something, to learn something about myself, about the world around me, and to share that with others. So I'm actually excited about getting older. <laughs> a lot of my friends are like, you're crazy, but I'm excited about it. I, I, I genuinely, genuinely am excited about the possibilities of this life and where it's taking me. I'm excited about every new chapter. I'm scared at the same time. Please don't get me wrong. I am scared, but I'm going to tell you that I am a woman of faith. And if you're, if you don't believe in God, I'm not shoving my religion down your throat. Believe in whatever you want to believe in or don't believe in anything. That is completely up to you, but I am genuinely excited for what's to come. The unknown can be scary. It, it does make me timid at times, but I know that as long as I put one foot in front of the other and I keep seeking, you know, I keep, I keep seeking what is out there and what's best for me and God's will for me that I know that I will be okay in this life. And I, my wish for anyone who is hearing my voice is that you all can seek the happiness and find what motivates you, find 
your truest, happiest self out here as well. So please, whatever it is that you are into, whatever it is that you are doing with yourselves, don't feel like it's too late to start over. It's not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Don't feel like you are, if you're in a motivation lull, we've all been there. We're all going to be there. Don't worry. Just baby steps. Listen to, you know, listen to a podcast, listen to a soundtrack, you know, go for a walk, paint, find something small that can kind of get you motivated. And, you know, even a new a new planner, sometimes writing things out in a shiny new planner will make you feel good or, you know, having a nice pen. Sometimes very small things can can make a big difference and make you smile. So anything to give you that hope back in life that maybe this day is going to be a little bit better than yesterday was. Go find what that is today. And if that doesn't work tomorrow, go find what's going to work tomorrow and keep seeking. Always keep seeking. So that's all I got for today, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm Celeste and this is I Support That. Bye.